Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Yep, it's just me surrounded by nature, and it feels pretty good. Feels good? I mean, you're not, um, you know, we're recording this episode live from from the lake house. Chris, Chris is not really a big outdoor cat. You're more of an urban sprawl minimalist I'm of, guy. I'm more of an urban sprawl minima- minimalist guy, but, you know, I think for a quick... 36 hour jaunt you know uh i can be a man of the woods yeah i mean you're you i I think you finally are appreciating the the nature the 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 clean air and all of the things to take white guy instagram story pictures of um yeah maybe i am i mean it's mainly the clean air and i like being weighted on hand and foot by you that's my favorite part yeah when i mean I, I wait on you hand and foot just on a daily basis, but you wait on me hand and foot on a life on a lifely basis, don't you? I, I see. Yeah, I, I would agree that I'm, of course, as usual, doing most of the heavy lifting in this relationship. But, you know, having having a personal chef at a at a, an A-frame is nice. I feel like this is the best way to do it, you know? I know, and I'm, I, I'm apologizing now that there isn't cable TV set up here. I know that was in your rider. I was honestly shocked. I, I assume that 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 feels like a lake house staple and something we should take up with the owners. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we might get in trouble with the association if we don't have Fox News <laughs> exactly. set up and exactly. running. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't have Fox News, there's going to be a little bit of a fine. Um, it's just kind of part of the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're up here for your birthday. We had a. We had a sustainable birthday cake. Uh, Chris had yeah. a, he had a you had a, a birthday lives matter cake set up. It was a little you thought the cake was going to be a little too dense for your your small frame and digestive system, but it ended up being actually kind of light and fluffy, didn't it, Chris? Yeah, it was very light and fluffy. Uh, Alex picked up the cake from um, Sweet. What is it called? Sweet Lady Jane. Sweet Lady Jane. It's the bakery right next door to Cookies on Melrose. You already know. So when you're picking up the pack, you can pick up the other pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, the cake was del- it was light. It had it had fruit involved, so it felt 
healthy, I would say, almost. Yeah, it's healthy. Um, but it was good. The cake was good. And and you made the famous Allison Roman shallot pasta, but gluten-free to keep it light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's been real, a real a real pelicula over here in the lake, my friend. And that, that pasta hit like hell. I was very impressed. Oh, good. Shout-outs to Big Dog Roman. Big Dog, Ro- yeah. Roman, Roman, <laughs> Roman, <laughs> I, I can't think of a funny Polanski pasta pun. <laughs> Polanski pasta that's the new that's the new wave mm-hmm. um yeah who's more canceled Roman Polanski or Allison Roman am I right interesting I but I but the pasta was delicious and and there was some tartine garlic bread as well because I felt like being a bad boy you know what else was delicious the cinematography of Roman Polanski <laughs> yeah, I, know I know you're a real cinephile Jason um mm-hmm. but you know we did watch some TV while we were here um we watched we watched one show called the home edit that literally is the worst television show i've ever it might be the worst reality-based television show i've ever seen in my entire life yeah it is a show the episode one the hero character was was a reese witherspoon uh appearance where these shitty southern women go to your house and and spend 45 minutes reorganizing your closet and then you pay them $18,000, and then you come in and say, oh, my God, you put all of my shirts in a box, and then you wrote a shirts on the box with a label. And it's, you- the kind of, it's, the, it's the kind of chicks that have, like, signs from Michaels with cursive writing in their laundry room. And that's not a shot at my own mother because she does have that, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to illustrate what, the, the point. What, what kind of signage is happening at, at the Black Estate? There's There's a handful of um you know reclaimed wood style cursive writing like live laugh love Mm -hmm. wine me you know it's five o'clock somewhere type of signage but it's a little more Mm -hmm. uh p a little more pg maybe and a little more cute okay so like if you if you were if you if you were closer to the ocean it would be like beach this way yeah exactly yeah exactly those are some of my favorite signs yeah, I love directions, um, but those, yeah, that that kind of signage. But the home edit, I, I imagine Reese Witherspoon is the executive producer, or her production company must be involved. But man, do not watch that. Yeah, do not. I mean, the previews are tempting, and you know, we lo- <laughs> we love a fixer upper show. We love a reveal. You know, Queer Eye in Japan with my girl Kiko. There's there's a lot of good stuff to be had in that genre on Netflix, but. But goners, please stay away from the home edit. The home edit was, yeah, it was tough. But then we also watched something that Jason had hyped up, hella hyped up for me called, what's it called? The the Social Dilemma. Well, I'm not the only one hyping. It's it's what everyone is talking about. Yeah, Bob Lefset sent out a 2,000-word email about it last night. I didn't have time to read it because I was too busy enjoying the woods. But um, I, it was was able basically- to, I was able to read it. It was a little boring. J- it wasn't hitting like some other Bobby, Bobby L. Classics. Well, I, it's basically a show with a bunch of fucking high-paid dorks that have left their jobs and now are complaining about social media. Was that is that how you would sum it up, Jason? Well, I wouldn't call it a show. I would call it a life-altering documentary. An expose, if you will. Yeah, it was an expose. It was about, you know, obviously the, 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 the dilemmas of social media and what it's done to the mental health of our children, you know, like all the all the like the current like you and I, you know, people in our 
in our 40s are part of the last generation don't, of people don't who, do that don't do that go ahead <laughs> but you know joking aside our generation is the last one where we had truly one foot evenly and uh and evenly distributed in both worlds of pre and post social media and and everyone now like you you, you are basically you know you're 12 years old and you have an instagram you're six years old and you have an instagram and that's all you know and what that does to your your brain is is a bad bad thing i don't i think they made some good points but the whole thing was pretty dorky and didn't make me feel like changing my habits i don't know about you um it made me feel like changing some of my habits i knew that it would not affect you at all because you know nobody <laughs> likes to have the mirror turned on themselves uh you know though <clears throat> you're you're the kind of fella who needs to see it the most perhaps i mean not the most but it would be it would be recommended viewing for me i would agree it has all of that negative stuff about how like you know suicide rates are up and and kids nowadays are like the they're they're up they're getting in less and less relationships they are taking less life risks they're getting they don't care about getting their driver's license anymore they don't care about you know exploring or being adventurous or you know experiencing things in life that that build the character and you know make you not a cuck person it's just the, the cuck life has been is perpetuating more and more every day well, I mean, who needs any of those things? You can do them all online. You know what I mean? It's it, I, I kind of I see the point for these kids. I think they're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Stay inside. What kind of what, what kind of risks are you taking online, Chris? Um, I I'm kidding. I I do think kids should go outside and shit, but I I also don't know what worlds. What I mean, what world? This is the world they're living in now. It might be. It might be. They might be better served. To be honest, because you have to understand, this advice is coming from old heads. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I see both sides, is what I'm saying. But I do think. But you're that there able is some... to see both sides because you 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 know what both sides are like, and you That's you're true. able to to separate the good from the bad and the healthy from the unhealthy, whereas other people are are truly unable to control themselves. They are. If I keep so, you're saying if I if I spend too much time online, I'm going to believe that um 5g calls covid the earth is flat bush did 9-11 etc no no basically they you know it, it explores how um artificial intelligence and machine learning kind of knows the exact perfect formula to keep your eyeballs looking at your phone or you know your computer screen for as long as possible to serve you these ads and some people you know a lot of people nowadays conspiracy theories which is you know something that you would think or i guess back in the day would try to be more hidden online is now being used as right like a there. full like marketable demographic of millions and millions of millions of people of like this is how we get you know this is how we get everyone's crazy aunt on on facebook for 12 hours a day and it you and know I, kitten that kitten has videos weren't hitting well enough and now it has to be you know, queuing on Pizzagate shit or whatever it might be, or that and, happened and to me. So it's propaganda. A scene, a scene in the movie where it's the guy from Righteous Gemstones. If you remember, um, he's playing a, a a teenager who is kind of reenacting getting getting radicalized from from the YouTube algorithm. And mm -hmm. I will say that that has happened to me where I can't put down my phone and stop watching videos, but it's just the chiropractor stuff. So I feel <laughs> like I'm. I feel like I've missed appointments and social gatherings to watch more of those videos, but it hasn't caused me any <laughs> actual 
problems yeah, yet. Your mom is like, Chris, it's time for you to go to work and you know open your MacBook Air and look at tweets, and then you're like, <laughs> boom. And um, yeah, well, do you when you're watching your chiropractor videos on YouTube, do you click the next recommended video? Uh, not usually. I like to skip around and and sample different okay. flavors, but I'll watch five or six from one Cairo and then keep it pressing depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> okay, because they were saying that's one of the biggest things you can do to help keep your your pure algorithm more pure is to not click on anything recommended, any clickbait stuff, any you just watch this cooking video now, watch this cooking video, like. Don't do any of that because that's how they they capture more data and information about you, and then and then serve you them them ads in the in the algorithm. Big data is what you're saying. Well, do you, I don't watch. Yeah. I don't really use YouTube that much, though. You know what I mean? I feel like you do. Uh, not that much actually. But I mean that that's the beauty of it. There's you know for every every person who doesn't like chiropractor videos or YouTube. You know we have we have Instagram, we have Tumblr, we have Pinterest, we have you know whatever boring ass sites you know all of your nowness vids and all that of your... that was my problem that was my problem with the whole thing though is that it literally the only interviews were with guys who'd clearly made millions and millions of dollars in this exact industry and then at some point decided it was bad and now are getting paid to talk about it being bad it, it's just a little bit like i i mean i think they're right about most of it but that's a little fishy to me yeah, but I mean, those are also the the people whose words we we take and and carry the most weight out of anyone. Like nobody, like when, when you're hearing like a, a political whistleblowing book or or crazy article being released, you don't want to hear information from them unless they were you know on, on the front That's lines. True. Like you don't want to hear about Steve Bannon unless you know Steve Bannon was really in there, you know, pulling some strings. Well, that's the issue with a lot of this like stuff is that. They know all this information, obviously, while they're still getting a check, and then then only distribute the information when the check stops. So it's a, it's it's a it's it's less whistleblower, more tattletale to me. Um, yeah, but you know these people really believe that they're tattletaling because it's it's the it's the future it's the future of our our human race at stake, and and also a lot of people can use the excuse of like we didn't know this was going to turn into all of this and they may or may not there's there's truth to both sides of that but you know as as the as the machine learning and the ai keeps becoming more and more intelligent and knowing us and knowing our data and all that stuff like they didn't they may have truly not known it was going to turn into this they thought it was just going to stop at like oh you like this sweater on essence then you know we're going to hit you with the with the little ad when you're looking at your your new yorker the next day and that's about it they didn't know i was going to get this this deep into you know controlling political elections you know yeah that's true really fucking the world up and once again i think the moral of the story is here never underestimate the stupidity of the american people which is a reoccurring theme on this podcast hosted by two idiots (laughs) yeah but Um, also it's it's worldwide you know it it happened in russia it's happening in brazil it's happening in china it's happening in america you know every every race you know myanmar all, all you know it's it's all fucked up because of facebook so if you're listening to this you got to delete facebook off top even though instagram is just facebook for cool people <laughs> i use facebook every day because i keep it real but i understand that, that, that some people like to delete it some what, pussies what does, what does keeping it. it real mean to you no I'm just, i don't look at it every day but i do click through it at least a couple times a week just to see what's popping 
what well what is what is the Facebook scene report? I've I deleted Facebook years ago and I really don't know what is popping on it. I Not know much. I, I saw a video like whenever something really pops off on Facebook, like some people will share it on Twitter, like this is the this is the most viewed video in America right now. Damn, look how fucked up it is. I just saw one today where it was somebody doing the the trick where you fold a twenty dollar bill the, <laughs> the right way and it turns you know, it turns the the presidential bust and the picture of the, you know, the Washington Monument or whatever it is. You fold it in the right little origami thing, and it turns into the Twin Towers being uh, blown up by an airplane. A classic, a classic. And that, and like currently, right now on this day, September thirteenth, two thousand twenty, that is like the most viewed video on Facebook, like something that, that somebody that's made exa- 15 years ago. And <laughs> that's put it exactly on why, that's exactly why I look at Facebook, Jason, because again, it's like going to the mall. You got to see how the regular folks are living. You yeah. know, it's important to stay. it's important to stay in touch with the regular folks. Yeah. And, and so you don't if, get into your hashtag silo. And they, they talked about that on the documentary. It's important to follow people that you disagree with just so yeah. you, just so you know so is that, what's going is on that, in the world. Is that why I see you liking so many Candace Owen fo- Owens photos on Instagram, or is that something look, you don't want to talk about? No, no, no. I just look at the accounts I don't, I disagree with. I don't, I don't double tap. Only Yeo would do something like that. That's a, that's a good point. I, I just, I, I thought the documentary was interesting. I don't think it's as mind blowing. I mean, it's all stuff you kind of know, but it's just told to you by these fucking dorks who had jobs at the same places. Mm-hmm. So it feels, it definitely feels a little more realistic. And the information is definitely good. It, it's definitely mm-hmm. um, real info. But it has um, to be, you know, it has to be a documentary, and it has to be compelling, and it has to be on Netflix for it to really, yeah, for, you know, move the needle for for people more to importantly, absorb that info. More importantly, Netflix released, I think, the entire Girlfriends catalog. Um, you know, I never, I never caught Girlfriends. Girlfriends is big fire. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big Tracy Ellis Ross head, huge fan of hers. What do you, funny. what do you like about her? She's funny and smart and hot, and she dresses cool. You know, I just like her. She has that. She's the one who looks like a bird, right? Yeah, your your sister. Okay, so you you think you do you think she's hot? That's cool. I do think. She, I do think she's hot, yeah. You but, know, she but, she she is she is funny from what I hear, but I I don't think I've ever really checked anything out from her. Girlfriends is also just a classic. And like the you know, the 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 big twist of Girlfriends that most people know is that Kelsey Grammer was the like executive producer and like co creator. Mm. So Kelsey Grammer and that that shit was big. That was like a big show that it was on T V for a very long time. Um Kelsey keeps it all the way one hundred with it. Kelsey keeps it one hundred with it. So so that 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 girlfriend's the entire collection hitting Netflix is more important than this little dork Facebook documentary. But you know you choose your own battles out there, listeners. I'm gonna go ahead and do a big disagree. I you know um it, one the one thing I did take from it is is protecting your own algorithm is going to become more beneficial and and yeah uh, that's true necessary in the future. I I think it could be. You know, like the new credit score or something like that is like what what is your you know that it's like the true marker of of where your head is at like how how clean you're keeping your nose so to speak you know look you know really looking at all that info you know kind of how China is doing where they're just giving people like a life score by how like good or bad of a person they are based on you know a thousand data points you wouldn't you wouldn't do very well with that but I understand. I mean, that's the thing is like, I think I'm, I, I think I'm, my algo is, is 
pretty clean other than no, checking out my graph vids that's you know that's a that'll, <laughs> that'll knock my score down a couple clicks but my my algo is literally like cat power on <laughs> you know like a british late on, on a british late night show and mm-hmm. a chiropractor video maybe a skate video um mm-hmm. and then and then like some dumb shit you you send me to like teach me how to use some equipment i don't need that's that's basically the the entirety of my youtube usage mm-hmm. okay well, I guess we're, you know, thank God our algo is clean. And if you want to, you know, if you want to buy some clean algo piss, just hit my, hit, <laughs> hit my Venmo. Hit Bang Jason's cap app, cash app for that clean, clean algo piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. So, Chris, I, you know, you, you are a social media monster right now. We all know it. That's why we listen to this podcast just to see, you know, a peek into the mind of the Golden State scroller, Chris Black. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Damn, did you come off? Is that off dome or did you write that down? That's off dome. I put it on my mama. That's off dome. But I, I did put a little little rum in my, in my coffee. So yeah, TJ got bars. For the next 40 minutes. Damn. But, Damn. Fuck. Mm, it was making me think, you know, since you are the golden state scroller what and, and and you started getting onto social media when you were a a fully developed adult like you were in your 20s when you know when instagram and twitter was popping off what do you think you would be doing what would your life look like what would your personality be if you like were on instagram from eight years old say hey jason we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance located near you maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose i use zocdoc and you should too go to zocdoc.com slash how long and download zocdoc for free then find and book a top-rated doctor today that's z-o-c-d-o-c dot com slash how long zocdoc.com slash how long how long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead. Give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair. With considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription 
and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long? That's neutral. Dot com promo code how long? The best way to learn a language: immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language. The second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make twenty twenty four the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so and they have a very unique language and I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's the special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. Um, I mean, I would be terrible, obviously. I think it's like, but I think the, the thing that, that that doc spotlights is that like, you know the stuff about the little girl taking selfies and like being told her ears are big and shit. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. that that's the stuff that like you don't really experience as an adult. That's probably the most damaging as a as a as an impressionable youth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you know you can't handle the haters in your comments as a thirty eight yeah, year old man. So what do you think that would look like? You know, you, I would be. I mean, can you imagine my little fat ass in like an Earth Crisis shirt putting up a selfie, <laughs> just getting owned by some jocks on IG? But um, you, so you would, you would definitely be fatter, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I just think it is. I do think, I do think that there is some truth to that. I mean, I think getting your self worth from likes is a problem, and that that is true yeah. for adults and children alike. But I think it's it affects children more, obviously, yeah. because they're un- underdeveloped brains. But I mean. Yeah, we, if, we we as humans are not meant to. Be, they were saying like they're not. We're not meant to be able to process what ten thousand people think about you at any given moment, who don't have any compassion for what they're about to tell you. Just like, you know, if you read any YouTube comment of like, look at this ugly ass fat bitch, you know, kill yourself. <laughs> like, you know, humans are not supposed to hear that. And you know, I could see that. And you know, if you catch me simping, I'll I might get into my feelings a little bit. But if I was you know, thirteen-year-old TJ, draw the curtains. It's going to be a long. It's going to be a long December. TJ would have been a school shooter, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You uh, you strike you yeah, strike yeah, me yeah. as a little it'd be, it'd be little, little 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 Columbine little Columbine head ass with his little let it spray attitude. But I mean, I do think that the I problem do think is that, the trench coat. For my six nine ass is just looking like a, uh, a damn. That's a good point. You couldn't even hide the strap in there very well. It it barely it barely covers this pog ass. I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what it would be like. But we had, I had social media like. But I guess we had AOL and that and the chat rooms and stuff. But that was one on one. You know what I mean? That wasn't necessarily like a group think where people could see you getting roasted by your mates like in real time. Um, yeah, I mean it. It did get it got lit in the chat room sometimes, but 
Yeah, but the chat room again, it's it's fleeting. It's not the same. It's not the same thing. It's not like all your buddies at school are like, I saw what you know what I mean. That's that's it was. Yeah, it was more, yeah. And there's know, no, was, there's you know, it's not it's not set in stone forever. There's no screenshots. There's no you know any of that stuff. Somebody will just make fun of you, and then that's it. That should keep scrolling. But I mean, I do. I wonder. I mean, I would definitely be a monster more than I am now, which is tough to consider. Yeah, you are a motherfucking monster, and. You know, that's why we we listen to this podcast because it is like, you know, going to a zoo and seeing, <laughs> you know, we need to see what a caged animal looks like. This cage is luxurious, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you feel about about Wimbledon right now? Wimbledon is Do you mean the US Open? The US Open, sorry, sorry. US Open done got turned on its head. I know. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I, I think we'll be able to catch it today if we leave in time after we finish this annoying podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy, you know, Shapovalov, my favorite Canadian who looks like he's a hockey player. He's out, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of don't I kind of don't care, honestly, but like I watch all finals because I, I was talking more, I guess, you know, Naomi Osaka winning what, you know, my man Corday courtside courtside Corday. Why courtside, be courtside? Cor- YB in courtside is very fucking cool. Like the video of him, like almost getting into like the the fucking album cover pose instead of like <laughs> a, an appropriate handshake with the winner of the U.S. Open. It's a, it's a very it's a, actually they're a very cool couple, and I can see a lot of editorials coming their way after this victory. Very cool couple. I never was really checking for for YB in courtside at all. I just assumed that his music was bad, and he still watches SpongeBob, and his mommy makes him macaroni and cheese. But he seems like a, a good guy, actually, so far. I mean, I think all of that stuff could be true. Um, but he's just got a cool girlfriend, and he's gonna maybe ride those coattails. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to listen to rap music from about killing people who are definitely not killers, but... The victory is good for her. I mean, I'm a little... I'm not a big Serena fan, even though, like, she's the greatest of all time. I find her a little obnoxious. Is she the Beyonce of tennis? I mean, I, I think she's, like... I mean, she's, like, the greatest of all time. What can you really say? But I find her... I don't know. I just don't find her that... I think Osaka is a more, like, of the times champion, and, and it feels, like, more appropriate. Yeah, you know? yeah. Serena been doing it for a long time, you know? Yeah, no. Serena's... Yeah, she's been doing it. And, like, I, I just yeah, I think, kind of like, forget how amazing a tennis she is because... It's just, her pivot to, like, mom who married the dork who founded Reddit is just, like the opposite of cool whereas Nomi dating fucking YB and Corday is very cool. Hey, you know, Beyonce married an old dork, rich dork too. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Old dusty ass bars, you're right. It's cool, but Serena was the first person to crip walk on the court. That's also a good point. And she also wore the off-white uni. Let's never forget that. Ooh. You know your favorites weren't doing that, Jason. Mhm. I um I was reading today more people are moving out of California than they are moving into California for the first time in in over 10 years. These fires just motherfucking started last week. But I don't know if it's I don't think it's from the fires. I think it's more of a covid thing of people wanting to leave leave the city. I just don't where especially on the west coast where are you going to go? Everything's hell except LA. San Francisco is literally a shooting gallery. Like where are you going to go? Arizona, Las Vegas, like Portland. Yeah, That's I think, Port- I think people Port- are going to go. I think people are going to Arizona. I think people are going to Utah a lot. Not not so much Oregon right now, unless you get hired by Nike to be a fucking loser. But there, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of Sedona, Arizona. It's like Zion, Utah, shit, Montana. I mean, all Idaho, of that, all, all Austin, of that, you know, Texas, a lot of Texas. 
all of that shit is cool in theory, but I think you're going to look up in a year and a half, two years, three years and be like, what the fuck did I do? Why am I living out? Like that's, that's not, it's not sustainable Mm -hmm. for most people. I I don't think. Unless, unless you are, you know, betting on the fact that this is just going to be how it is forever or it's only even going to get worse and worse. I mean, and I, I do understand taking that bet. I just think that people are, I just think it's a lot of knee jerk reactions and also like, I mean, look. I guess maybe it's also the 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 not no confidence in leadership of your state and city is it maybe probably pushing people out as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as as a real estate tycoon myself, I just I'm into sniffing out trends, and yeah. you know, I've got I'm just saying I've got my eye on this. So where do you think where do you think uh, realtor TJ is looking to cop up next? You you know. What's the hottest emerging market on the West Coast, TJ? I think I might go. I might go Ventura. It's not. It's not. It's not super new, but I think for the next ten years, it might be the last great little enclave. But How far it, is that it, from LA? I'd say it's like forty-five minutes. That's where Patagonia is, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, but so what? It, what goes down there? Like surfing, bros? Yeah, just. It is just very laid back surfing bro vibes. It, it's sort of untouched from you know by the last twenty years, but it's it's starting to turn right now. And I think the only problem that it really has is just it's only filled with white people who are retired and they're chill and they're cool and they're liberal ish, but they're also still you know you know they're trumping they're trumping on the low just a bit. Uh. What do they have an Erwan or like a Sprouts? What's the vibe? They might have an Erwan. I mean, they definitely have a, a Tesla supercharging station. They definitely Important. have a Whole Foods. I mean, it is nice. Like it's a it's a very like quaint, cute little surf community that is. But it's considered. Is it considered like a beach town? Yeah, it's it's a beach town. But that's my move. Or otherwise, maybe you know, like you know, w- kind of by where we are in Lake Arrowhead, like San Bernardino area. I thought San Bernardino was torched as fuck. It was torched for a long ass time, but now you know everything changes. Now that we don't see each other, go outside, look at people, do anything, you know, it might it might start getting kind of nice. Damn, I, I like this. I think TJ's TJ's real estate scene report could be an interesting feature of this podcast. I'm, all I'm looking for is just a little working capital, and we can start making some big moves, Chris. <laughs> what do you, do you say? I mean, I love big moves, you know that, but I, I don't, you know, I could never see myself located outside of a major city. I just think it's a terrible way to live. I couldn't do it. I know, I know, but uh, you will eventually retire and you will eventually, you know, when New York is, is yeah, gone, you retire are you going to go to retire? Jersey? No, bitch, you retire to the Upper East Side from downtown. That's exactly what you do. But what happens when, when Manhattan, let's say you can't live in New York City, city. Are you going to Connecticut? Are you going upstate? Are you going to... Miami, baby. <laughs> Great. Perfect answer. You know I'm a snowbird. You know what I'm saying? No, I would probably, honestly, if I, I love Miami. I've always loved it. I could, do a key, I could do a Key Biscayne for, for, to ride out my later years. You're a biscuit boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, okay. Yeah, so you, so you. I mean, I was asking because I just, I was just watching the, the trailer for Nomadland, which is like a, a movie that everyone is, is nutting about right now. Jason not only is hot on the, on the real estate tips, but Jason's also now obviously film hive. I didn't know you worked in the industry, but he's keeping up with the, the winners and losers at the festival for during festival season, and, and this film Nomad is it Nomad People's what it's called. Yeah, Nomad Land. Just Nomad follow. Land. 
letterbox.com backslash them jeans if you want <laughs> you know i I, fo- I, I follow the i follow the real trade papers variety hollywood reporter deadline mm-hmm. um the ankler a popular newsletter for the hollywood industry you're, jason you're, you're J- a deadline whore aren't you I mean, it's it's not what it used to be, but I like to get my industry news from industry players. You know what I mean? Not interlopers like you, guys who just live in a physical proximity to the business but don't live in the business, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, you sound like a fucking boomer makeup artist right now. <laughs> well, I do have a Fenty collection dropping next month. Bro, you wasn't there with me at the Waterworld premiere, bitch. You weren't, dude. You weren't. You wasn't so there with me, me at Planet Holly. Uh, you tell me, tell me about yeah, yeah, exactly. Me and Jean Claude Van Damme signing T-shirts <laughs> in 1997. Claudia Schiffer was there too. Yeah, I got. Tell I got, me, I got, I'm, I got. I'm holding Doctor Ruth like a baby. Van Damme. <laughs> this, is, this is real 1989 shit. Um, tell, tell me about this, Doctor Ruth. It's, tell me about it. It's the God Francis McDermott who is who is just a nomad. Like the, it's it's covering the the lifestyle of modern nomadic american people i guess of just like we're not homeless we're not crazy we just we just want to live you know live freely we you know rv culture you just pick up and go you have and then you have like little friends that you kick it with and weird little campfire communities you know, this is this is like a so my so one of my best friends growing up who was the uh the drummer and cartel kevin his his parents do this now like they're both just retired, mm. and they bought a crazy RV that was like it's super expensive and really nice. And they just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's Flex. it. They just drive they, around. They, they converted the Sprinter. Exactly. They drive around. They still own their house and stuff, but they just they're not there, and this is what they do. I you know I, I think that that particular lifestyle is going to go is going to go dummy in the next five ten years probably. Well, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a big demand for like a lot of people are turning their Mercedes Sprinter and like to the livable, you know, cost a couple hundred thousand dollars, but you get it fully outfitted with a shower and a kitchen and the whole thing. My friend, another friend of mine, um, a photographer from from here, um, who who well, he lived in L.A., but he he's from Atlanta. He did that. He's currently doing that. He said the demand is really high. He could he because he outfitted his himself with his dad, and he said he could sell it back for for like. A, pro- a big profit right now. Damn, he 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 flipped a sprinter. He flipped a sprinter, but he but I mean same thing. That's what that's what Toby Campion is doing right now too. He bought one of these sprinters fully outfitted. That seems like a lot j- of money though. Like you can buy it, they, a house in St. Louis for that same amount of money. But that's but that's what I'm telling you. I'm I'm saying that you're right because the value like they're mm-hmm. they're in demand they're in demand like the value they hold their value. Is that is that a lifestyle that you find attractive at all? No, that's ugh. <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, I want to take a shower. I want to have a smoothie. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I think the only way I could I could do it if there was like an exercise component. Like, if it was like a two week like run across America or some shit, and I lived in the Sprinter on the way, and there was like a reason for it. But just doing that to do it, I, I don't understand. Like, what are you escaping? Like, if that's what you're gonna do for the rest of your life, then then okay. But if you're we're gonna do this for a year and then have to go buy a house and do the, all the shit over again like what is the point i mean what are you escaping is the real question at hand chris it is it is a good one and it, i i think that's that's the interesting part of like i'm i'm not uh you know how those people are looked down upon in society as like something wrong with them where something might not necessarily be wrong with them they're just that type of person and you know back in the day a nomadic culture was was very normal and now you were looked at like 
a full maniac if if that's what you're doing. I, I hopefully uh, nomadic vibes only becomes normalized. I don't think it's crazy at all. I, I I think it's I understand the appeal of it. It just doesn't do shit for me because I'm a person who likes to be comfortable and do things uh, that are you know mm-hmm. um, routine based. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're blessed. So like, and feel grateful that you're able to feel comfortable. Just you know living in the cité I, well you know as the world crumbles i, I want to be in a major metropolitan area just to, to, to feel it really in every every pore and and crevice of my body um you mm-hmm. know you if i was out in Na- that chopped cheese exactly if i was in zion national park right now i wouldn't be feeling shit you know what i mean so like boring mm. um but the nature the back to nature shit is going to help city dwellers like us tj yeah, man, I'm I'm with it. It's I'm gonna always. weed out all the it's gonna weed out all the pussies that love stars and clean air and shit. And it's just gonna be <laughs> you and I left soaking up all the real estate and good food. Fuck yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 definitely gonna get into fishing culture very soon. I feel that that is my You're already late. Act. You're already late on gorping, but go for it. I'm I'm not late on gorping. I mean, you know, the, you know, the word gorp that is just like, you know, people that dress up in patagonia who you know just for fun is that the vibe that's that's literally you but continue (laughs) but i mean you're wearing a vintage north face fleece right now (laughs) but okay you know but is is there's no negative connotation to to a gorp is there or is that somebody Uh, who's like wearing this clothing as a performative act is there is there no like like derogatory or pejorative attached to it um, I think it. I think among real outdoorsmen, you would be considered a fucking valor stealer. I don't know if that's true because you know I I I I almost became an Eagle Scout. I know how to tie all kind of knots. I know how to chop shit. I know how to fish and kill. You know, skin a fucking no, animal and shit. You don't know how to do anything. You can cook and you can talk and you can blast cigs. What else can you do? Bro, I, I made a damn dog leash out of some rope, and you were looking at me like I just cured cancer. That was impressive. <laughs> um, I will say I could not have done that. I'm really, 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 really worthless with stuff like that. So but, so being a Gort man, that's not being a poser. Mm, or it is. I, 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 honestly, it feels I'm not, posery. It feels posery. I'm not totally sure. I mean... I but there's no my, there's no like criteria to be judged on you know like are you I think are the you heads, a, I th- an outdoors person like what like what do you have to do to be able to pass the test because I think you have I think I would say I mean we could make up our own list right now I think you should have to camp eight times a year minimum okay um, and, th- and there can be no indoor rock climbing it only has to be outdoor rock climbing indoor rock climbing is <laughs> definitely a tre- definitely a trend that i i haven't tried it yet a few a few friends and fans of the show have offered to take me and i guess i never bec- thought about what the what the quarantine effect on on our indoor rock climbing hive you know how everyone check on your indoor climbers yeah ch- their chalk bags are empty and they're feeling the burn <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Sportivas. We hung up our heels. Exactly. I mean, I know that I see my my friend Taka that I work with at Valence. He's a big climber, and he's he's getting it in. But that's in Canada, where things are a little looser right now. So, oh, yeah. I am concerned. I am concerned about that, and, and I do think that outdoor rock climbing is obviously a lot more dangerous and scary. And that's why those pussies in their little bags stay inside. 
Yeah, if you're going to be climbing, it has to be outdoors, and you can't have one of those loser safety ropes to to help if <laughs> yeah. you fall. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Do do does it look? Am I am I doing bumper bowling? No. Yeah, no, no. like get out there and let it fly. Like, do I have training ri- wheels on the fucking fixed gear, fam? No, I don't. <laughs> yo, yo, this this Rari don't. I mean, I paddle shift. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but. But yeah, did Chris I, opt out on the paddle shifters when he had the mozzie? No, no, no. No, we don't do that. We Does Chris know this what shi- a paddle shifter is? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just know I'm supposed to use it. But I, I do think the criteria, I mean, like, for, for example, I would never camp. I would mm-hmm. never fish. I have no interest in fishing. I don't really even like to walk outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... You know, we did a little walk this morning, and because there are beautiful homes, I could and I killed an hour and it was fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I was if I was just looking at nature, it's like what put me into inside. Put me into inside, yeah. When you are in LA and you're running around, like everyone's like, I'm gonna go hit the beach. I'm gonna go to Griffith Park. I'm gonna go, you know, hit the the riverbed. And Chris is like, I'm gonna hit Melrose. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit La Brea and I'm gonna hit Fairfax if I'm gonna run because I need to see funny people to look at who are riding those little scooters that have the speakers built into them exactly but i will say that i I have a a bunch of friends a lot of the guys that work at stussy in vancouver are are really on their outdoor shit doing some like they have like crazy cars that you can drive in the water and shit they're really on some wild and it looks so beautiful it looks crazy the places they are the kia is amphibious please believe (laughs) the kia the kia breathe through his fibs um but, but I think I, I, I do see there isn't there isn't um, you know the outdoor trend is being co-opted by influencer content creator losers and it's creating a subgenre of content that I'm really starting to hate that people are really loving which is like hot guys who like live in their van and then make yeah. videos of them like making coffee over the fire shirtless. And everyone is like, damn, how are they freaking doing that? And then, like, I'm going to cut this, like, piece of chicken with my, like, giant machete sword and then cook it on, like, a cast iron over the fire and then make, like, a high-def video of it. It feels like your your algorithm is actually fucked up because I'm not seeing any of this content. It's it's a real thing, you know. God, sound it. off in the sound off in the comments if you're if you feel me, but... It is a real, and it's like, look at me. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a a, a French press coffee outdoors. Like I, f- I feel like that is sort of the only reason why people are going camping or glamping or any type of outdoor thing. They're not just going, you know, because they like it. They're going there so they can buy, you know, much like the mindset of a CB, so they could buy all the gear and then take a like a, a video of them, you know, making food in like a big cast iron pot like i'm gonna make some some campfire beans by the pot and then yes i also brought some eric warheim wine and then we're gonna have you know like a a millennial cannabis brand cbd thing <laughs> <laughs> this literally this literally sounds like an activation that you've made a deck for that you're so it is it. but the, i mean that's why i'm so salty is because tj was on this wave on the keynote you know a year and a half two years ago and now you know thanks to the the novel coronavirus you know all of my ideas have been figured out by regular people who don't have galaxy brains like myself when i'm in the google slides 
I hate when normies steal my ideas. You know, it's a real it's a real problem. But luckily, Jason, you know, we're an idea factory. We can shit these things out. It's no problem. So you guys keep camping and taking your little pictures of chicken with your shirt off. Yeah, man. Jason, Jason and I will be in Lake Arrowhead ideating. This this chicken lays a, a, a fresh new egg every day, and it's time to it's time to scramby. It's it's time. To, God damn it. <laughs> 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 i mean look man i'm i we've been here for for 36 hours 48 hours maybe no we're, it's gonna be 36 i'm good it was beautiful i had a good time but it's time to get back to the city and even though it's on fire and smoky i the peloton's indoors <laughs> also i i this is the perfect amount of time for me i don't i don't need to leave for any more than that but i think i'm we're gonna have to start doing this a lot more often getting out on the reg because even though we like all of those niceties, I love I love my house. I love I don't want to leave my house. I just I spent a long time with my LP making it that little house a home. And whenever I travel now God and go damn. to places, it's it's not it's not as enjoyable as as the home. I mean, if you're telling me you'd rather be home than at the rave, then I'm shocked to hear this from you. It depends on who's playing. Good point. I mean. I've watched you blossom into a goofy DJ into a real man who could take care of a home. And I have to say it's, it's, it's honestly sexy as hell. And you know, look, you can Mm -hmm. cook, you can clean, you can chop, you can, you, I mean, can you change the oil on a car? Yeah, of course. I was doing that when I was 16, baby. That's pretty sick. Never done that in my life. Never even attempted. I can't even change a tire. I'm calling AAA. Nobody assumed that you could, Chris, don't worry. Yeah, but whatever, man, shut up. You're you're a carry and you know it. But do I? Yeah, I think that I like to think that I bring other things to the table. As I reflect on 38 years on Earth, I feel like I'm able to bring other things to the table, and that's why I have macho friends like you to beat up my enemies and nail stuff into the wall. Yeah, man, it's it's the it's the beautiful yin and yang of a long otter and his twink friend. You know, we both bring things to the table. We can't win the war just on our own. It's all about it's offense and defense. You need your whole squad behind you to make these moves and really, really dominate. Look, my squad makes moves. <laughs> God damn it. it. It really, you know, have you, so are you familiar, you know, the, the internet is going absolutely cuckoo bananas over this guy, Jacob Alordi. Are you familiar with this hottie? No, I am not familiar with him. What, what it do and what he do. I mean, he's, he's tall and broad chested and he apparently he was in, he was in a Netflix show called Kissing Booth. Yeah, which I've never seen, but it seems like he's so basically this man, though, apparently he smashes Zendaya and now he's smashing Kaya Gerber, which is an insane, <sighs> insane twosome. Only your boy Pete Davidson could could handle that type of this guy is on Davidson level, but he's so he's been photographed a lot in New York with Kaya this weekend because they're holding hands. They're hitting the restaurants. They're hitting dimes. You know, what I mean, they're they're at all the hot spots. What do you and... think the chances are that? that pete was having uh underage relations with kaya oh come on of course that's the hollywood way we need to lock him up then don't we i mean look pete davidson needs to be locked up for many reasons <laughs> um, so i i don't i mean we can get started with that but so a lordy so there's all these paparazzi pictures of him with all these hotties mm-hmm. but you know and the gays are just absolutely wagging their tongues gay mm-hmm. gay twitter is going absolutely nuts for this guy and i get it he, he's got his haircut's kind of bad but i see it i get does I get he the have appeal. tiktok hair no it's like a weird kind of like i got an expensive mullet kind of you oh know, like like a little funny he's got um, a joe dierte yeah but like a little bit but like an 800 dollars you know like japanese salon version his name is jacob lordy 
Elordi, E-L-O-R-D-I. But the problem with this guy, I'm seeing all these paparazzi pictures. Everybody, he's so hot, blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker is wearing Golden Goose Deluxe brand sneakers in every picture. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? We're just going to let... We're going to let that slide, though? Like, I can't let that slide in my personal life. Why am I going to let it slide with celebrities? Uh, every celebrity wears those shoes, though. Okay, I'm looking at him, and I get it. You would hit? I mean, the style is not so good, but he is tall AF, and his arms are more on swole than mine. It's not It's not making me Well, that doesn't, that doesn't take much when you got two twigs and fingers is he, at the bottom. Is he Australian? He kind of looks Australian. I, I actually don't know. I don't know his, his, his place of origin, actually. All I know is if you dig down Zendaya and Kaya, you're a legend. I mean, this guy basically looks exactly like me if I had the gooses on. <laughs> Do you think the gooses come? I, I bet we could get you a pair of gooses in 17. Kyrie Irving definitely has the the goose plug in the size seventeen for your boy. That'd be I'd love to get you in some gooses just to really take you to Jones. I on mean, third I, 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 I unfor- this man really has a has TJ fits going on and it's bumming me out. Describe one of these fits that you think. Okay, is I'm looking. So I'm looking right now. Kaya's got she's she's got the workout vibes. He has the New York New York Yankees hat on, not a fitted. He has <laughs> he has the Patagonia fanny pack, but he's going crossbody, which TJ would never. And then. Uh, and then he has like Nike running shorts, but he's doing a French tuck with a vintage Harley Davidson tee, and that's where he lost me. But then, you know, a regular white sock and the golden goose. If he loses the goose and then just puts on a nine, <laughs> lose the goose, puts the puts the patty patty fanny around the neck instead of around Jason wears his Jason wears his that's what you losers need to recognize that Jason's wearing the patty patty fanny pack around the neck like a damn chain and that you guys yeah. could, you can't do that you guys can't do that because it's no it's no days off we don't skip neck day <laughs> <laughs> what that neck do but you know if you switch out the shoes and you make the crossbody into a, a necky and then you the, the Harley Davidson shirt just gets turned into a plain you know, acne, acne tea, then... Oh, God, shut up, bitch. You're wearing a Hanes, <laughs> you're wearing a Hanes size large tall t-shirt. You Fruit of no the acne. loom. Fruit of the loom. You can't dress with yeah. us. You ain't wearing no acne. Batman, no uh, acne. So you're saying a lordy could get it, you get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. But, you know, I'm, I'm also looking at a photo. It's like a black and white picture of him where he's wearing a white tee. The sleeves are rolled up, like, casually. Like, he he's on his. He's in it, his little. it just happened. He's in his little James Dean bag. The wind blew his sleeves up. Yeah, yeah, James Dean bag. You, know, Chris, you already know the photo, and you know he he he's taking his photo with a toothpick in his mouth. Of course, you're like, oh, you just you caught me with my normal toothpick. Remember, that remember I have in my five mouth. years ago when I was capping for toothpicks when all you guys were still brushing your teeth? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you, it's crazy, you, bro. You've been tea tree mafia for a long time. But look, you know, I like I like these young guys cooking, and again, he's he's putting in the work. Clearly, he must be a nice guy. He must be doing it right. Does that mean that you're gonna fuck around and tune into a Kissing Booth available on Netflix? No, I'm sure he's got some more projects coming out there, a little more age appropriate for me that I could check out. Was he wasn't on? He was on. He was the hot guy in Euphoria, so I, I'm aware of this guy. Oh, so he probably he met Zendaya on set, which I, I know see. that makes Chris's blood boil because you're. I didn't know you were such a Zen man. I love Zendaya. She bad as hell, and she's talented. Also, the classic photo of them riding on the back of the golf cart in the airport. 
where he's holding oh, the pelican oh, case very cb it's, fit it's it's too good dude i mean getting getting the paparazzi shot in the airport on the fucking the special services golf cart because you're famous is goals af goals af what you know i i do question do you think you know there was a there's a time where like the low top vans a few years ago were very popular obviously you know the plain white vans the, the old Daniels. school the the old schools or the era the era not the old schools no stripey when how long until those inevitably come back i mean i will never stop wearing those because that's a shoe i've worn since i was literally in middle school um mm-hmm. but i don't wear them as often as i would i think they're i think they're kind of the old school to me goes goes in and out of flavor more often than the era the era seems more like a staple you're right but you would i wouldn't wear them right now but you know maybe in about a year and a half I, they they will come but back vans vans makes vans makes big boy sizes for you right yeah but certain you know a lot of different shoes once you once you stretch them out it, it they looking good it don't look right it's you know when you like from from my adobe heads you know if you the constraint proportions can okay. be manipulated to a point where it just it just ain't hitting right. We need we need the vector and we need to hit shift when we're transforming because some 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 silhouettes on the shoe turn out wild goofy and it's not it's not nice for TJ. So you're saying that that the vans just don't look they ain't they ain't hitting for you at a seventeen. No, it I mean. just it just looks like a rolled up dish towel. It's just like a long piece of fabric that has no rhyme or reason with a sole affixed to the bottom. Do you think I was just thinking of this earlier? Can we get somebody to make uh, an Instagram filter for the Cutler and Gross? So it looks <laughs> so you, so like the CB filter. I'm pretty sure we have that person in our network. Um, if you're listening, you know how to do that. If you need the the Cutler and Gross dot PNG, maybe maybe for the hundredth episode, if we want, once we want to go viral. We- we can release a filter. Oh, I mean, you know, Alex got me the birthday present, the 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 Janie Corn candle that looks like me. Um, yeah, you've your your bust has been forever immortalized in beeswax. You might you might have seen it on the stories. Um, you know, I, I'll never burn it. It's going to sit on my mantle um, because nothing says success like being surrounded by imagery of yourself in your own home. You know, much like a king or a queen, I would I, I like to commission artists to. Uh, render me and chris i hope one day you get that mantle look right now i've got a shelf um but you know you well you know what once you once you finish decorating your content creation wall where you have your your zoom set up you can you definitely have to put the candle of your own bust there well the problem is there's not because of the oscar emmy and tony there's only like so much room on the shelf (laughs) but I'll, i'll i'll figure it out and i mean are there podcast awards have you been nominated or and we just didn't know I don't know. Actually, there has to be a podcast award. Yeah, I, I think there is. But yeah, is who. there a bathroom around? Because I, I'm looking for my potty. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! It's the fifteenth annual. Woo! Damn, Woo! TJ gone off the edibles right now, bro. Oh my I didn't god! Know. I only took a halfy. It didn't even hit. I'm too. Jason been taking. Jason been taking edibles all day, all night. I think he's gonna. I think he's got a problem. Bro, you guys on, might need it. I don't do this when I'm on office hours. We're we're on holiday. We're in the woods. We ain't nothing to do but cook. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pop my rose edibles and I'm gonna like it and I'm gonna get gone. I'm gonna drive home down the hill and it it won't be safe. I'm I'm putting two seatbelts on. Okay, well you know it's been another absolutely fucking great podcast coming to you live from Lake Arrowhead where the air is clean and the water is serene. How long gone? 
head the game only podcast gummy. that matters the best podcast on your airwaves uh them jeans chris black coming to you three times a week live to tape this ain't a fucking game we got guests this week coming up um i'm not gonna tell you who but look go watch that little broke boy anti-social media documentary go watch girlfriends go check out jacob alordi and let me know if you let him smash go check out allison roman she's got bomb ass pasta we'll see you guys next time <laughs> bye